Yes, well, Richmond City Council is taking another look at birthright tourism and actually reaching out to the federal government to see if something can be done about the practice. And joining me on the line is Carol Day, a city councillor in Richmond. Councillor, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, good morning and thank you for having me, Jill. What is the latest uh, that council has done as far as trying to, to stop the practice of people uh, coming specifically to Richmond to have children so they can become uh, Canadian or have access to Canadian citizenship? Well, I wrote a motion which was supported by most of council and will go to the rest of council all of tomorrow, or sorry, tomorrow night. And basically we're asking the federal government to please change the immigration laws because Richmond's become ground zero for birth tourism and something has to be done because the long range effects are going to be devastating. And how so? Well, I mean, you think about it, 15 to 18 years from now, you're going to have a wave of uh, young people coming and um, they'll be going to our universities. They'll be, you know, basically taking advantage of services that have never been paid for. I mean, the taxpayers of uh, Canada are ultimately on the hook for this. And, I mean, you can get a university education for 10% of what an international student would pay. So that affects uh, everybody. Uh, but how do you know that for sure that we're going to see, uh, because just because somebody has that access, it doesn't mean they're absolutely going to use it. Well, I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. I mean, 23.1% of babies born in Richmond Hospital are to foreigners that have come from another country. And when you look on the Chinese websites for birth tourism, they advertise all the benefits of having that Canadian birth certificate. And they're spending between ten dollars to $70,000 for these birth certificates. I think it's reasonable to assume they'll be back to take advantage of the benefits. Uh, Richmond has tried to crack down on the businesses surrounding this, uh, be it the places where women can come and stay or people that help uh, give them access to this. Uh, What has happened on that front? Well, our bio officers are doing the best they can, but the problem is try catching people uh, when they're having basically food services. They're providing midwives. They're providing mammary gland dredging and placenta capsules. I mean, we don't have the resources to send out bylaw officers to do investigations. So the smartest way to deal with this is at the top. And, you know, twice the uh, federal government has tabled petitions from one M- MP, Alice Wong, and another, Joe Pesasolito. This happened in 2018 and again in 2016. We need help from the federal government. We can't handle this on our own. And is the concern then, because a lot of this is happening in Richmond, then because we've also heard uh, issues about the hospital being uh, um, uh, being overcrowded, uh, being packed with people that are coming to Richmond to do this. Is that the issue too? Because I mean, Richmond itself, it's not to suggest even if people do come back here in 15 or 18 years, uh, there's nothing to, to say they'll be coming back to Richmond specifically. So is that the concern that your city has? Yes, today. Thank you, Joe, for bringing that up. Um, right now, uh, people that are born and raised in Richmond are being sent to Vancouver and North Vancouver to have their children because the hospital um, and maternity ward is full. And Dr. Catherine Ross, the president of Doctors of BC, I'm quoting her, said, we're at a critical tipping point, so it's important that some higher authority takes this on. And we're, we're in a, a critical situation here, and it's, it's just not right. And keeping in mind that our hospital staffing is based on our census. So when uh, the maternity ward is overwhelmed with people coming in ready to pay to have their baby, then we're just not set up for that. And, and further to that, the hospital has got $2 million in unpaid bills.
Hmm. Uh, which is a whole other issue completely. Um, in the United States, the, the U.S. State Department recently did uh, stop or it's, it's cracking down on women who are pregnant uh, from getting tourist visas. And, and that's, that doesn't seem like that's really that new. I, I know people get stopped at the border and, and turned back in, in those scenarios, too. Is that something, though, you would like to see Canada do? Well, it, I think we have to until we can get the laws in place. I mean, at this point, you've, you've got, I mean, down in the States, I mean, they're estimating up to 100,000 babies are born a year. So they're going to crack down on it by sending people back. Well, that has a direct effect on Canada because uh, while the States is probably most people's first choice, Canada is absolutely their second choice. And so what would you like to see the federal government do at this point? The same as Europe. I mean, if you look to all of the European countries don't allow um, automatic citizenship, and that includes New Zealand, and also in addition to that, New Zealand and Australia and South Africa, we need to make sure that one of the parents is at least a landed immigrant and has lived in Canada for a number of years or a Canadian citizen. It's just not right to be handing out these passports and birth certificates to everybody who's just born here after being here for a couple of months. So, no, we need to make sure that we have the same rules as Europe and make a level playing field. And at this point, then, if as long as the federal law stays the way it is, then are any of these side businesses in Richmond, are they actually breaking the law or are they technically allowed to be doing that? Well, this is the problem is you have to, first of all, you have to try to prove it. So I've been mulling this around for the last couple of days, and I wonder if the thing to do isn't to declare birth terrorism illegal. That way, we, if, if people are even advertising the business, we could put charges on it. But we're in talks with staff right now to understand how, what we can do, because many of the services that they provide in these birth tourism businesses are quite odd. I mean, they, they, they advertise guaranteed you know, birth certificates guaranteed, um, you know, referral to doctors and guaranteed, you know, class A food. I mean, they're, they're actually making a, a meal for every single day for all of these um, customers. Do they have food safe? Do they have a license? I don't think so. And so we, we probably need to give our bylaw officers more tools to crack down on this. But it's such a huge issue. It's, it's very difficult. And do you have the numbers or are the numbers available? Because, I mean, it's been going on for years. Has it become uh, more popular? Yeah, well, there's two doctors in Richmond Hospital that between 2014 and 2019 delivered over 1,300 babies, just two doctors. And we know that it's about, um, you know, seven or 800 a year for sure that are being born in Richmond. But what about all the other cities in the lower mainland? Like, we need to know the numbers. And when you look at the numbers from the states, when they're talking, it could be as much as 100,000 people per year being born in the United States to foreigners. So that's why they're taking the temporary step, I think, of, of, of turning people back at the border. And this, I would imagine they're going to be changing their you know, laws eventually. Uh, where, where does it stand then with council? Is, uh, do you have the support of your fellow councillors? Yeah, we had a majority vote uh, at the last meeting uh, with just one dissenting vote. And it wasn't that um, she was against birth tourism being stopped. She's just concerned about refugees that are you know, legitimately going to be living here for the rest of their lives. And But I do have faith that the, the minister um, will make rules that allow for uh, people who are here under, you know, the stateless folks and uh, people that, that are refugees from other countries. So I'm not saying that, you know, nobody can have a baby from a foreign country. Country. But we certainly need to um, deal with the people who are just here temporarily to take advantage of our very lax laws.
All right, uh, Carol, we'll leave it there and see what happens uh, at Council tomorrow. But thank you so much for joining us today. Appreciate it. Well, thank you for the, uh, taking interest. If it wasn't for the news agencies uh, taking this on, there wouldn't be anything happening at all. So thank you.